Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Mindful Manager Podcast. My name is Art Burns. I'm your host, and I am so excited to be here with you today uh, to talk about mindfulness and to talk about the benefits of mindfulness practices, such as emotional intelligence, which will serve you in so many different ways in your life. And specifically, we talk about here stress reduction. You know, everybody deals with stress on some level, and uh, and for many of us, it can be a very dangerous thing because uh, stress can affect our health in so many very, very deep and uh, and dangerous ways, and it can also affect just our ability to to be who we want to be, to get the things done that we want to get done. Um, you know, one of the, one of the least uh, understood things about stress is what happens to to your brain during stress, right? Um, you know, very many <laughs> systems in your brain and the rest of your body, for that matter, shut down during the stress response. You know, you got to remember that stress is the survival mode of your body. So the way to think about it is that anything that is is not involved with keeping you alive in a in a very you know desperate uh, and dangerous uh, situation you know such as being attacked by an animal of some sort then anything that doesn't include that function is going to be shut down okay things like your digestive system your ability to remember things your ability to learn things your ability to um, you know just just your your ability to think clearly it's it's gone you know in fact I recently heard a statistic that after uh, seven minutes of cortisol being uh, you know released into your body you lose 50% of your IQ you're literally cutting your intelligence in half you know and um, and so what we talk about here in this in this podcast is is how to use mindfulness practices to combat and, and maybe combat's not the right word to, to reduce this level of stress in our lives in our bodies and to be able to live our lives without this stress now, the way it works is very, very simple, right? Um, most of the stress in your body is caused by thoughts, right? <clears throat> and, and thoughts, you know, it, you know, and that's in modern society. Now, our distant ancestors, as well as all the other mammals on the planet, you know, they, they're not, <laughs> the, the trigger of stress is not happening in their thoughts. The trigger of stress happening to, say, a gazelle is the cheetah that's going to try to eat it, right? Not the thought of the cheetah, right? But humans with our, our neocortex, right, that part of us that separates Separates us from the animals in our evolution. You know, it's it's very very. You know, uh, it, it's 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 got an amazing power to think, right? And so, in a lot of ways, this of course serves us in enormous ways, right? <clears throat> You know, gazelles didn't uh, invent airplanes and, and put men on the moon, right? And, and put women into space, right? Um, you know, gazelles are very simple animals, right? And so the rest of the animals on, on Earth, the, you know, the rest of the mammals, even the smartest ones are, are considered to have the, the relative intelligence of a small human child, you know? So, so in a lot of ways, this neocortex that we have is amazing and it does amazing things for us as a human species. However, one of the things that it doesn't do so well is it gives us the power to think about things maybe in some ways that don't serve us, right? Specifically when it comes to stress. Now, before I get further into what I want to talk about here with the thoughts and the, and the human uh, psyche and, and the human mind and the brain and everything that goes in with it, um, I want to talk about what I mean by mindfulness, okay? And specifically what I mean when I say mindfulness practices. Now, if you've listened to this uh, podcast, you, you know, a few times you've already heard me say this and I'm sorry to repeat myself, but it's really, really important for everyone to understand 
understand that mindfulness is a practice because it must be practiced. All right. That's why we call it a practice. It's not something where you can just sort of understand these concepts and kind of move on with your life and everything's going to be better. Okay. You will get some benefit out of just learning the ideas of, of, you know, staying present, non-judging, non-striving, you know, things of this nature. But in order to get the real effects that I talk about here and in order to, to really effectively uh, reduce the stress in your body and in your mind, you need to practice. Okay. So I just want to be very clear about that. Okay. But uh, getting back to the human mind and the way that we think, um, do you know that, that the human mind, and this is psychologists and neuroscientists have been telling us this for some time now, that the human mind thinks 60 to 70,000 thoughts per day. 60 to 70,000 thoughts every single day, okay? Now, that is a staggering number, right? It's almost hard to fathom. However, what's even more staggering is that 95% of those thoughts are automatic, okay? Meaning that they are happening in the background. They are happening without your, your awareness, without your ability to control them, without your motivation. They are happening on their own, okay? That is unless you, you practice mindfulness, and we're going to get into that in a second. Now, in a lot of ways, this automated process definitely serves us, right? Because if you were going to sit down and think deliberately and intentionally think 60 to 70,000 thoughts every day, you would have very little time to do anything else but think, right? And so therefore, you know, your rent wouldn't be paid, your car payments wouldn't be made, you know, you wouldn't be able to have a life, you know, that's really the bottom line, you know? So, so in a lot of ways, these automatic, you know, processes that happen with our thoughts are very, very beneficial, right? But the problem is that, you know, again, with human beings, the stress response comes mostly from the thoughts, right? There, there's so many of us will live our lives without ever experiencing a life and death situation, you know, but yet these same people who never experience a life and death situation will feel stress every single day of their lives, right? That's because the stress is coming from the thoughts, right? And when, and when we think 60 to 70,000 thoughts every day, there's plenty of opportunities for your stress to be triggered, right? And every time that stress gets triggered over and over and over again, it becomes chronic and, and you're in this state of hyperarousal. Remember the things that happen to your body when you're in the stress response, right? When your stress is triggered, right? When you, when a thought that you have is, is fearsome, is fearful and, um, and, and, as, and perceived as a threat to your well being, you know, your, your, your amygdala triggers your, your glands, which release cortisol, adrenaline and norepinephrine into your body through the nervous system it um the cortisol and and these other hormones they 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 make your heartbeat uh you know increase they they raise your blood pressure they increase your respiratory rate and uh and they do all kinds of other things to your body that make you ready to you know they optimize you for survival okay and and when you know when you're in the face of a life and death situation this can be very very helpful and this can be the thing the difference between life and death right and and for sure many many humans have you know even today rely on this stress response to keep them alive, right? But like I said, there's many people who live their entire lives in, in this modern day uh, who never experience a life or death situation, but yet they could experience stress on a very chronic level. And this is the problem, right? If it's 60,000 thoughts, let's say even 1% of those, right? Even just 6,000 uh, or, or 600 thoughts a day, we're, we're going to 
be stressful thoughts, that's 600 times a day that, that your heart rate is, is going up, your blood pressure is going up, your respiratory system is going up, and the whole thing, your body can't handle that, right? It's not meant to handle that. And so for a lot of people, after years of living this way, you know, things break down and illnesses come in that, that are really, that will shorten your life, you know? And I've talked about a lot of different of the, uh, the health uh, risks to this, um, you know, in ways in which, you know, you're just basically wearing your body down. And, uh, and it's not even just the big diseases, even just simple things like, like the colds and flus, right? Uh, you know, again, if you consider how your, you know, the stress response is your body's survival mode, right? And if your body is survive, is, is geared and focused on, on surviving a, a life and death situation, right? Which it can do just by thinking about something, right? Thinking about a, a mortgage payment that's coming or, a, you know, or, or a project at work that's not going so well right you know when when we get, you know when our body gets into this space of stress you know it's not worried about whether you're going to get a cold or not right it's worried about surviving the next hour you know over the next five minutes even right and so therefore people who have who have been living with high stress have been known to get sick more often okay they call in sick to work more often they you know they don't feel well more often they they just generally their body is not well Right. And that's and that's by design. You know, it's not even something that's like surprising or, or, or not supposed to happen. Right. And so and so, again, what I'm talking about here, though, is this automatic behavior that our mental process has. Right. Ninety five percent of your thoughts are automatic. Right. And so so how do we break that cycle? Right. How do we how do we not make these automatic? How do we bring them from automatic into into intentional thoughts? Right. Well, the best way to do that, or one very, very effective way to do that is to practice mindfulness, right? When we practice mindfulness, when we, every day we spend some time practicing, paying attention on purpose in the present moment, non-judgmentally, then we, we gain an awareness, okay? We gain an awareness of our body, of our emotions, and of our thoughts, right? And we, and we then start to see these automatic reactions that we have that cause the stress in our lives. And once we can see it, once we can see it vividly and clearly and, and, and readily, then we can start to make changes so that we, we break the cycles, right? And once we can break the cycles, then we can reduce the stress in our lives. And once we can reduce the stress in our lives, then we can, we can gain a level of health back into our lives that will, that will literally make you live longer and make you live a much happier life. Um, so as always, if you have any questions about this, I know this is a short, um, a short episode today. I'm actually, um, I'm actually playing uh, Mr. Mom today. Uh, my wife is at work and the kids are on their last day of, uh, of break. And so I know this is a short, uh, a short episode, but life is, is kind of giving me this today. And, um, and so I, this is all I had to talk about today. So I hope you'll pardon me for that. I will be back tomorrow with some more, uh, to talk about how the automatic thoughts in our minds become become negative more than positive, okay? It kind of ties into some stuff that we've talked about here before, but I'm going to go into more depth in that tomorrow. Um, but right now, uh, I just want to tell you that if you have any questions about anything I talked about today, about the automatic sense of this process of our thoughts and how mindfulness can uh, can allow us to, to break this cycle of automatic thoughts, um, then all you got to do is send me an email, okay? Or, or book a call with me. If you want to send me an email, it's so simple. It's just send an email to art at artburnscoaching.com. I open every single and reply to every single email that comes into that 
uh, address, I promise you. Um, or if you want to book a call, it's very simple. Okay. Now the call does not mean that it's a sales call. I want to be very clear about that. I talk about this all the time. I just like to be very emphatically clear about this, that, um, that this is not about me signing you into my program. If you want to learn how to work with me and, and what it means to work with me as a coach and what you can get from working with me as a coach, then all you have to do is ask for that. Okay. But if you don't ask for it, then I'm going to not uh, push it on you. I'm going to, um, I'm going to, you know, just talk about whatever it is that you want to talk about. Okay. Um, so with that said, um, I want to tell you that, Oh, the way, the way to book that call is very simple. Uh, go to my website, artburnscoaching.com on the front page there. You'll see a, a big button there that says uh, free phone consultation. Click on that. You'll go into my automatic, uh, my uh, digital um, uh, online, uh, uh, what do you call it? Calendar program, pardon me. And uh, and you just pick a time that works for you. They're automatically open for me. If it says it's open, it's been cross-checked against all different calendars that I have. And um, all you got to do is, is click on that, put in a couple of very basic pieces of information, your name, your number, your email, that kind of stuff. And, uh, and we'll be booked and I'll call you at the appropriate time. Okay. Uh, we can either do a phone call or we can do a video chat. A lot of uh, people who live outside the United States prefer to do a video chat because it's a lot less expensive to do it over the web. So with that, I want to thank you for listening. Uh, pardon me again for such a short episode today. I hope you don't mind, uh, but I, I, I'm sure you can uh, respect the fact that life sometimes gets in the way and the best thing we can do is, is do the best we can and, uh, and not let it stress us out. All right. So with that, I'm going to tell you I wish you well, and I look forward to coming back tomorrow uh, with some more information. And if you do want to talk to me, I would love to hear from you. All right, everybody. Have a great day. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye.